0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, peeps, we are discussing Bad Buddy, Episode 6. It came out on Friday in Thailand in the evening. For those of you who are in the Western Hemisphere, yep, that's right. Honest geography has never been strong here. Okay, but in the Western Hemisphere, it came out in the morning, and it was fabulous, and I gotta check my uh, food here in my pan so I do not burn something. Okay, because I haven't eaten today yet, and that's not a good plan, given the hour. Okay, moving on. So, Bad Buddy, episode 6. This was an interesting episode. I really think it showcased both characters very well, as well as the idiocy of why. So anyway, Pat and Pran had their moment on the rooftop, which totally freaked out Pran. He went down to his room. He locked himself in his room. Pat realized after Pran left, oh my God, what did we do? And I'm not trying to swear here, but yeah, that's what he was thinking. He ended up going downstairs, knocking on Pran's door to try to talk to him, to go, we we need to discuss what just happened. Because I think the issue is, is... Pat didn't realize he liked Pran. And then when Pran reciprocated, Pat was like, I had no idea that Pran liked me. And this is um, interesting addition to this new fact. So anyway, he knocks on Pran's door. Pran refuses to answer. He tries to talk with him at the school because they just finished the bus stop, and I'm sorry, that's my ice maker. So anyway, they just finished the bus stop, and the professors are both there from architecture and engineering, and they are all excited to see the new bus stop. I still haven't quite figured out in this whole series why architecture and engineering are at each other's throat, because the professors from both seem like nice calm, rational folk. And I don't remember, but it's like all the architects and engineers I've met, I cannot imagine any of them getting into a dogfight with anyone because they'd sit there and go, this is irrational. So, I mean, this is kind of a weird thing for Ana to see architecture and engineering fighting each other. But anyway, that's a digression. So they finish the bus stop. Pat tries to talk to Pran at the bus stop by himself, but Pat's dad has come to meet with the professor, see the bus stop, and have lunch with Pat, so Pat goes off to have lunch with his dad. At the end of the day, Pran is going on an engineering trip, and architecture trip, excuse me, not engineering, I get them confused, okay, so he's going on an architecture trip with his classmates, and anyone can join from any faculty, so Pat decides to go on the trip too. I really think this was rather brave of Pat considering he's the only architecture student in the entire bus and all of it, i sorry, only engineering student in the entire bus. I haven't eaten yet today, that's a problem. Okay, so only engineering student in the entire bus and all of architecture hates him simply for the sake that he is engineering student. So, I think this was very brave of Pat to do this. I mean, no offense, I'm going, you know, you should get kudos at least for being brave or stupid. One of the two, I'm not sure. Should we give kudos for being stupid? Nah, probably not. But anyway, I'm going with brave, then we can give the guy kudos. So, he goes, and when Wise up to get some water, Pat goes and sits down near Pran. And he goes, you know what, Pran? We need to talk. And Pran's like, I'm not going to talk. He says, if you... Refuse to, if you avoid me, I've won. So if you won't look at me in the eye, if you won't talk to me, I've won. And Pat Pran does not like the idea that Pat wins anything. So he does look him in the eye and Pran, and Pat says, basically, we need to talk about this. And Pran's like, I don't want to talk about this. And Y comes back and thinks that Pat may be bothering Pran, which he is, but not any way, um, the way Y thinks he is. So anyway, Pat moves and Y sits back down. They have some group activities at their beach vacation that are basically about sustainability. I really like it. It's kind of cool. It's a, it's a community that's zero waste. I'm going, that is really awesome. But anyway, in the midst of these activities, they're supposed to do one where they sit on a square of newsprint until it's the smallest as possible and whoever's left standing wins. Well... Pat and Pran both have the sweet basil tags, so they have to do this activity together, which really bothers Pran, and Pat just keeps going, he's, you know, he's sitting there going, if I can't, I need to get some reaction out of Pran, I think is what Pat's thinking. So he does do this activity with him, they stand rather close together, and at the end of the day, he ends up standing too close to Pran, Pran ends up falling onto the ground, and um, Pat and him are just flopped. And so Y thinks that Pat is trying to hurt Pran, which he's not. He's just trying to get some response, which I'm going, you know, there are other methods to get a response, but, you know, okay. So anyway, so they have that issue. Then they go and have lunch. Pat eats out of Wise bowl, which really bothers Y. I'm really not sure... What's the issue with why? I'm going to just do a little side note here on why. Why needs to have someone, I don't know who, give him a talking to. Because I'm like, the man is always looking for a physical fight with anyone. And I'm going, you know, why is a small person so that's not going to last him too well, given the fact that he's going to probably get pummeled by someone way bigger than him before the end of the story. Because I'm going, you know, why may be wiry, but he's... in a in a fight he would not do well if it were a big fight so i really don't know why y is always literally looking for a physical fight but at the end of the day um pat ends up going with pran to the village in this back of this old Dotson pickup with the the leader of the camp and his nephew jr and it's during this time that Pat and Pran start to joke with one another because Pat's talking to Junior, the little boy, and he goes, you know, I have a friend and this friend, he won't talk to me. So what should I do? And and the little boy goes, well, I don't know what to do with a friend that wouldn't talk to you. And he looks at, at, at Pran and he goes, what would you do? And Pran looks at Pat and goes, I don't know. All my friends are way too talkative. <laughs> and I'm going, this is kind of funny. So anyway, they go to the village. Um, Pat and Pran end up going shopping together. It is kind of funny. I don't mean it weird. I'm like, Pran is always so uptight about everything in the world. And he has to overthink things to the nth degree. I, I really kind of understand Pran. I mean, that that's not good. I'm working on not overthinking being my superpower. But I really do get Pran in this because he's sitting there going, you know, if I like Pat, this is a problem. I've liked Pran my whole life, but this is still a problem because this will never work out. Our parents will kill each other. It's going to end in a bloody disaster. And I don't mean it where like Pran logically makes perfect sense, but sometimes logic only gets you so far in life. I found, I'm like, you know, you can make the best logical decisions in the universe and it can still go to somewhere in a basket, which is not very nice and is very warm and It's not because you didn't think things through. And I think that's what Pat's missing. Because Pat, I'm sorry, Pran's missing. Because Pran is sitting there going, I cannot like Pat. I have to put up all these walls to protect him, to protect me. Because our parents are nuts. And the thing that I think is, yeah, Pat and Pran's parents are absolute bonkers. I mean, there's really no other word for them. They really are absolutely bonker people. They will fight over the stupidest of things. But maybe, just maybe, the fact that their children do like each other will help them have a bit of growth that they really need after 30 years. I mean, I don't mean it weird, but I think that sometimes children are given to us, not necessarily because we're supposed to raise them and help them grow, because honestly, most kids are really good natured to begin with, I mean, I'm just saying, from my experience, I haven't really seen too many kids as it's like, oh, they're terrible to raise. But I think also that kids are given to us to help us grow into better humanoids ourselves. And I think patent parents really could use this growth that their sons will provide through their relationship because they're going to have to figure out how to get along better than they currently do, which is basically not at all. Now, is that going to be easy for the two boys? Oh, no. But hopefully they'll figure out that it really doesn't matter what their parents think on the situation, given that they are of age and can do what they like. So anyway, moving on. My little diatribe on these crazy folks who are their parents. But anyway, Pat and Pan Pran have this time at the market, and it kind of helps Pran loosen up just a little bit also they end up getting the truck stuck in mud so Pran has to go wash at the beach and he and Pat end up just kind of having fun at the beach trying to drown one another and I really think that that is when things start to shift for Pran because he's sitting there he's not really thinking about you know the next 20 years and all the hell that could happen he's just sitting there in that moment enjoying being at the beach and trying to drown Pat Not really drowned him, but yeah, hypothetically, just having fun wrestling. So anyway, and they're not doing anything inappropriate in this scene. so yeah. Okay, moving on. So Pat and Pran are sitting there at the beach after they're done playing. And Pat says to Pran, he says, you know what? Why don't we just see how this goes? He says, what if we don't think about everybody else for right now. He said, what if we just think about you and I, and we're not going to care about everybody else and their opinions at this point in time, Pran. And that kind of helps Pran reframe it. Now, Pran is still sitting there, I know going, this isn't going to work, but it gives him a chance to reframe it and also to have someone tell him, Pran, you don't have to sit there and try to figure out, you know, everyone and how they're going to react to X, Y, or Z, which I think is one reason why Pat and Pran probably do end up together at the end of this is Pran needed someone in his life that was like that because he was with, yeah, people that were not like that at all. Also, it's at this moment that Pat turns to Pran and says, I really want to thank you for saving Pa when we were kids because that meant a lot. And I'm really, really sorry that me being on the band that Christmas party led you to being transferred. And it's at this point that Pran says, you know what? When I got transferred, I was so angry. I was angry at you. I was angry at my mom for transferring me because of this. Um, I was just angry. And it's at this point that Pat says, well, did you ever hate it, hate me? Because, you know, our parents raised us to hate each other. And for some reason, I could never hate you, Pran. But maybe you hated me. And Pran looks at me and goes, I was angry. Yes, I was really angry. But I would never hated you. And so they just kind of sat there on the beach with that and be for a moment. And it's not that they have a romantical moment or anything. But they have this little discussion about, you know, this is where we were, this is where we are, and maybe we don't have to listen to everyone around us who's trying to cause discord. And you know, I think that's very true. Now, they say this is like a modern day BL, Romeo and Juliet. This is not a modern day Romeo and Juliet BL. I'm sorry. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet is simply about, well, Teenage Rebellion that went really wrong, and yeah, their parents hated each other too, but it was a totally different storyline, I'm just saying, and I still really haven't seen a viable reason why Romeo and Juliet ended up together, I mean, I'm not trying to crash anybody's boat here with that, But and this is not a review on Romeo and Juliet, but Romeo and Juliet were like 12 and 14 when that story was set, and... I really don't think I mean, if you read the story, it's not that Romeo fell in love with her because of her character or her brilliance or her you know kindness. he just liked her looks, and I think it was kind of the same for Juliet, and I'm sorry that's not really a viable reason to build a relationship and die for somebody or I'm um, yeah just saying anyway, but not trying to knock Shakespeare here i'm just this is not the same as Shakespeare. But I do think one of the things that makes this series interesting is, yes, you've got two kids who, yes, like each other, and yes, hormones rage. But I think the point is, is they have good hearts. They do sit there with one another and go, how are we going to maybe not resolve these problems because they're beyond our control? But how are we going to roll with these problems and live in a way that even if everyone around us is being crazy, we can be at peace? And I think that is a very timely message. I know in in our world today, we have so much anger. We have so much fighting. We have so much everyone at each other's throat. I think one of the things I like most about my home and my friends and my family is I live in peace. Everyone around me who I know and love is at peace. It's not that we don't have our moments. It's not that we don't, you know, sometimes get upset. But we would never be, you know, at each other's throats about it. It just isn't worth it. Now, it doesn't mean that I've always lived in peace. It has been a decision. And it has been an interesting one. And it has been one that has made it so that there are some people that I don't go to Thanksgiving dinner with. But... It has been a good journey, and it has been one that I think it is because you have to sit there and go, are some battles worth it? Yes, some battles are worth it. If you or those you love are being hurt or, you know, whatever, those battles are worth fighting. But I think a lot of times people are just really upset over things that maybe happened years ago before you even entered their lives and i think that's the thing with pat and pran that you see is you have pat and pran and you have them sitting there and going you know we were born in to turmoil that our parents created themselves which didn't even need to be there in the first place and how do we deal with it we were you know thrown into turmoil because we both chose architecture and engineering for our degrees and both those faculties and students kind of dislike each other and that's beyond our control but how do we deal with that in the present at the end of the day they go back from the beach to the camp and Y decides that he and five rather, well, at least one rather large guy. I'm not trying to be the others are kind of skinny, but I'm going, the one's kind of a football player type. I'm going, He, he's, yeah, pretty big. But anyway, five guys decide that they're going to go beat up Pat in his bedroom at the chief camp officer's house. I'm going, you know, not only is Y stupid and just plain mean, I mean, five people against one person is like... I can't even comprehend that kind of cruelty. But anyway, I'm going, not only are you mean, but you're also so darn stupid because you just got almost suspended at school, and you think that going to the head camp officer's house and beating up Pat in the officer's house's guest bedroom is a good plan? I mean, I'm not trying to be weird here, but I'm going, you know, why is stupid with, like, to the tenth power. I, I mean, I don't mean it bad. I'm like, how idiotic can you possibly be to think this is a good plan? So anyway, Pat, Prat, Pat, no, sorry, Pran decides he figures out what Y is planning to do, and then he decides to tell everyone that he has had a broken relationship, and they must drink with him to make him feel better. Now. Fran does not drink, he ends up throwing his alcohol behind his shoulder, and the others get really snockered. Pat is expecting to be beat up, so he hears a knock on his door. He opens his door, ready to fight, and little Junior's there with some mosquito um, repellent spray to kind of help with with the bugs, and no guys are there to fight. Later that night, Pran decides to go to the beach after everyone gets really snockered and just kind of breathe, and he also tells his one friend who says, you know, just tell me your type, and I'm sure with all my friends I know there is one who will be a perfect fit, and Pran's like, I don't want to find someone else, Um, I'm still getting over liking someone. And he then goes to the beach and he has the earbuds that Pat gave him. And he's kind of looking at him. I don't know if he's thinking of throwing them in the sea very dramatically or not. But anyway, as he's there on the beach, he sees that someone is also on the beach and it's Pat. And so he, he kind of puts the earbuds away and starts walking away. Well, as he's walking away, Pat grabs his wrist and will not let him go. And basically talks him into sitting there on the beach um, by a lighted boat. And they're both just sitting there, and Pat writes K-I-S-S in the sand. And he says, you know, you won't let me talk about it, so I'm writing it down. And then he puts a question mark, and he goes, I really just need to know what you're thinking. And Pat says, you don't need to know what I'm thinking. And he says, well, he said, I want you to know that I'm not dating Ink. I decided that I don't really like her in that way. And it's at this point that Pran's walls slightly start to come down even more than they did at the beach when he tried to drown Pat. And Pat and Pran are talking and he goes, you know what? He goes, he says, well, why did you decide you didn't like ink?' And and Pat says, well, I don't have to tell you. Well, I don't like ink the same way that um, Pran said, well, I don't have to tell you what I was thinking about with the... Uh, k i s s question mark and so um at the end of the day pat pat, um, pat says well you know someone um Parent and um, and pat says you, you know you're a terrible flirt you you can't catch someone to save yourself and and pat says well our um, um pat says well i don't know he's i, I i'm sorry I'm getting this confused. Okay, Pat is being basically jokingly mocked because Pran doesn't think that, um, Pat and Pran both don't think that they are good at catching someone and Pat says, well, and Pran says, well, I don't know. I think someone thinks I'm a good catch because they came all the way from Bangkok and followed me around for two days to try to um, make up with me because of this issue. And um, yeah, so anyway, and and Pat says, well, I don't know. I think someone um also likes me because I've spent two days with someone not talking to me because I think they're trying to figure out their own feelings and it's really hard for them. <laughs> and so they basically have this little, you know, talking outside themselves, unho with glasses moment from Romans is a bonus book, which if you haven't seen is bloody hilarious and should be in everyone's psychology class. But moving on. So... They have this moment, and and Pat and Pram decide that the, the way to basically test their feelings is whoever falls in love first with the other win, loses. And so that's basically how this ends. They then get ready to leave on the bus the next morning. Pram makes sure that Pat is going to be on the bus, and... Pat says, oh, my, my boyfriend wanted to make sure that I got on the bus. <laughs> and Prince and like, I'm not your boyfriend yet, Pat. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. And and Pat gives him like this seaweed chip. And he goes, would you like one? And Pat goes, is this your weird idea of flirting is to offer me a seaweed chip? And and Pat goes, yes, yes, that's my idea of <laughs> flirting. And Prince like, you know, Um, that's not flirting. We'll work on this and be at the best here shortly. And that's how this episode ends. I'm really looking forward to seeing the next episode where they decide to try to woo one another, which I'm sorry, but I find romantic wooing quite humorous at times, and I'm sure this is going to make me want to fall off the couch with these two because I'm going, their idea of romantic wooing is going to be really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially Pat. I think Pat will be the most entertaining of the two. Now, Pran, I think he will overthink things and try to make it quite perfect. And his might not be quite as funny because of that. But Pat, I think will be bloody hilarious. And that is my review of Bad Buddy episode six peeps. This airs on YouTube premiere TV channel. If you haven't watched the previous ones, you can click the playlist I've created. It's going to be in a link in the notes for this podcast, probably later today. I don't know. So anyway, you can check it out. Check it at the round table. Bye.